You're listening to Brett on the skateboarding show. Your mother won't like it. Right, uh, and we're on, but we're not necessarily started. Okay, so I can still say You are definitely say <laughs> You can say um, if that's any good. That's all right. Well, that's a little bit rude. It's just a description of a, uh, a a shape like that in a tree. So you know that's the real definition of it. So is it really? Yeah, have a look into it. It's not even rude. <laughs> it's just a technical term. Yes, look into it. You'll find it true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> brilliant. Two o'clock in the morning or eleven in the morning. Churchill's still the funniest person I know. So brilliant. Fun- funniest looking. <laughs> No, actually, you, I wouldn't be the funniest looking person here at NAS, would I? No, like, there is some serious <laughs> casualties, <laughs> not not really... Serious, festy casualties. Yeah, some. it, it is a oh, festival, after yeah. all. It is a big casualty, I yeah. think, after all. I think the first aid uh, tent... <laughs> it's overrun. Yeah, it's like something out of World War Two <laughs> from the front line. If, if people could fire drugs into other people's mouths, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not bullets, drugs. Drugs. Uh, we, we've advanced 50 yards, sir. The enemy are completely peeling off their tits right now. And, uh, yeah, we're all doing very well. Prepare the ketamine, sir. I'm going, I'm going up there myself. I've had several <laughs> lines of cocaine. I'm going to stand at the front and shout them down. <coughs> That's out of the way, isn't it? Right, good. Onwards and upwards. So, could you introduce yourself, please? I'm Colin Montgomery, the um, famous golfer. And um, we're here at the Masters. Um, I'm currently out of my mind on um, golf ball size. <laughs> Ketamine balls. No, my name's Mark Churchill, and I am an MC for the event. Here at NAS 2016. Yes. 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 <laughs> Simply Yes. Well, um, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Affirmative. Uh, and you've been emceeing the, the street shenanigans and some of the vert as well, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I've been emceeing all the pro street, the amateur street, and I got stuck in with the moonshine sessions on Friday night just because it was a laugh. It was. It, it looked nice. The weather held out, thankfully. We had the pro vert finals this morning. I understand some people didn't make it, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, um, because of the weather, it was looking really iffy. Um, they didn't think they're going to be able to run it this afternoon, so they just went right. We'll run it at nine o'clock, which I think was a poor decision because we're at a festival and everyone's out having a good time. But um, yeah, some of the guys didn't turn up, but never mind. It was still a good show, still some really good shredding. So yeah, it was good. So it's well worth it. Yeah, for sure. I mean that that little kid from from Italy, Alexandro. Is incredible. Twelve-year-old kids getting like a forty-year-old man. Amazing. He's got a very, very bright future. Brilliant. And I mean, I'm quite interested in your opinion about this because I, I see a bit of a rise in transition skateboarding over the last sort of five, six, seven years. Would have you seen that? Have you got an opinion on that? Yeah, hundred percent. I think it's because there's more transition parks being built and. The park builders are having more say in what's going on, less the user group. Um, you know, it, so the parks are getting bigger and better, therefore more people are using them. Um, 
you know, street skating will always be street skating, park skating will be park skating, vert skating will be vert skating, but we've, we've got a few good vert ramps. There's a good one down in Mount Hawk, Birmingham, uh, Blackpool, and then Pete's one's going to South Sea during the rest of the season, I think. This one that's at Nass, which is Pete's, that's going to go to South Sea Skate Park. Um, you know, there's a good few vert ramps around. St. Neos has just been resurfaced, so there's some facilities out there for people to use, whereas before, you had to drive three, four hours to get to a, a good-sized vert ramp. You know, a lot of the vert ramps were, like, years ago, nine foot with a foot of vert or half a foot of vert. Then you'd come and skate something, say, like Pete's, which is 14 foot with two foot of vert or a foot and a half or something. It's it's incredible. It's a completely different ramp. You know, you skate it differently. You slow everything down. It's 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 amazing, but you have to then spend a lot of time warming up. So, but now there's enough big ramps. I think there's more people who can skate them. You know, I think you. I think also that the first point you made is very pertinent. That the the parks that are going in nowadays totally and utterly embarrass all the nineties and, and other parks that have, well even some of the naughty ones, even some of the ones from the early two thousands. Because yeah, they're they're. There, there seems to be an understanding of bowls and putting in a good, decent bowl. You know, yeah. everyone likes a good bowl. Yeah, and then and, and it's got to be the right height. You know, the time's gone for a four-foot bowl. We need ten-feet bowl. You know, you need a ten-foot bowl with pool coping. You know, five-foot shallow end or something. You know, and, and 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 change it up a bit. The time, you know, we the parks need to advance with skateboarding. You know, you look at the standard out there, and obviously there's always the next generation coming up behind that need the facilities to be better to be able to accommodate them. You know, you wouldn't just build a smaller snooker table. Yeah, no, you know, it needs to be standard. Well, worse golf course or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Colin yeah. Montgomery would not be happy. Not impressed at all. No. What is this? A pitch and putt? Right. Which brings me on to actually the the, the street course because. As per usual, understandably, they've had to accommodate BMXing and skateboarding. Yeah. So we've got a lot of BMX boxes in there, and I don't know. I, I could be, I could be misperceiving it, but again, my perception is that more people are hitting up the BMX boxes this year, like you know the big, the big jumpy boxes, and the and the tricks over those jumpy boxes are getting bigger and better. You know, we're seeing more three sixties, we're seeing more kit flips, kit flip grab variations. Yeah, is that another reflection of the of of the state of skate parks and what kids are skating nowadays? Yeah, in a way, but I think people know what you're going to get when you go to NAS because the, the course is always going to accommodate BMX and skate and inline and scooters and whatever else, hoverboards or whatever's going on the latest trend. But um, you know what you're going to get when you come to NAS, so you know there's going to be the BMX stuff in there with it. I mean, they always do do a good job on the street stuff as well, so it will accommodate all different types, and more of the BMXs are doing street stuff as well now, so it's really cool. But, like, you know what you're going to get, so you, if you're a hardcore street skater, you're not going to come to NAS and skate because you know you're not going to be able to hit enough of the course, and you can see that sometimes with the skaters. They're amazing street skaters, but they're going to end up getting scored lower because they're not hitting enough of the course they need to hit every bit of the course and some of that stuff's like 10 you know 11 foot some of the flat banks are huge and then you've got the mm. big the big jump like the mega jump thing and then the corkscrew loop and things like that so it's you know what you're going to get so you, you know you wouldn't come but I think you know the course is amazing but that's because I like skating that a certain way but you know it's it's I don't think it's a reflection on skate parks, but but nearly every skate park has got a jump box in it. But yeah, um, whether you choose to skate it or not is your personal preference, and that's what's good about skateboarding is is it's a personal thing, and you do what you want to do. Totally subjective, yeah. I mean, you also touched on something there about 
some of those ramps aren't even sort of stand you know there's there's a lot of non-standard if you will ramps they're not quite quarter pipes they're not quite flat banks there's that it seems to have been named the elvis which is like half quarter to flat bank to quarter at the bottom that's yeah. that, that stuff's always quite interesting and again I, i'm you know it reminds me that really good skateboarders don't need two or three weeks some of these guys have just turned up like only just seen the course had a, not maybe not even had a quick ride around just gone and shredded it straight away yeah exactly I mean um, there's such a high standard of skater here you know the pro park is the pro park it's for pros I mean their definition of pro is not my definition of pro but you know if you're a endorsed skateboarder you're on there so you, you should be of the standard where you can hit up stuff and I mean Elvis is the longest serving ramp at NASA it's been here for I don't know 10-12 years or something stupid so um, but it's a gnarly ramp, you know, you've got a six foot quarter vibe into a nine foot bank into a 12 foot transition on top of it or whatever, it's, it's crazy. But um, yeah, some of the guys just turn up and skate it, they've skated the stuff before, but their local parks or stuff that they like to skate might be six foot plus, so they're, they're chilling. Um, but you know, if your local park's got a four foot quarter pipe and a four foot flat bank, <laughs> yeah. you're going to be struggling a little yeah, bit. But you know, yeah. you, that's the, the beauty of skateboarding and everything. You adapt to whatever's there and you'll skate it and session it and have a laugh. And, and it's all about having fun, not necessarily competing and whatever. But you know, that's what I like about these events. Spend more time saying hello to people than I do working. It's amazing just walking around like, oh, I haven't seen you for ages. I haven't seen you for ages. That's so really cool. So, what else is going on in the life of Mark Churchill at the moment? What uh, have you got? Have you got anything coming up for the rest of the summer, or anything you want to tell us about? Um, I just got back from Marseille, did a um, skateboarders union comp there. Then I'm going back in September for a Red Bull comp, um, and then I'll be going on to Bilbao for Bowlzilla. I'm doing the live webcast there. Uh, we got Boardmasters Festival coming up as well. That'll be a big mini ramp comp. Um, that's always a laugh constant moving and shaking you know that brilliant wheeling I'm and always, dealing i'm, I'm oh, television's mark churchill you know i'm always I'm, I'm everywhere you know can't call it a comeback because i never went away do you know what i mean you know uh right so moving on um yeah so today are the finals uh any predictions apart from there being some amazing skateboarding go down who who, who do you think I've got a rough idea, but I just want to see if, if you've got the same idea as me. I haven't seen. Let's go over and see who's qualified. I'm not, I'm All right, OK. Let's, that, that will do it. Um, Who has qualified? Oh, wow. Skate Danny Leon, last year's winner, is in first place. Followed what? up by Alex Takuna, Jordan Thackeray, Alex Halford, Jordan Sharkey, Clay Grainer, Chris Vile, Isaac Miller, Adam Keats, Dan Wildman, Aaron Diego and Joe Hinson. It's cool to see Aaron Diego in there because he qualified in the amateur comp. And he won the amateur comp, so he got right. a, a little, a little boost, uh, into, a little the boost into the pro. So he's, you know, qualified in what? Eleventh. Yeah, like, so yeah. that's amazing. You know, he's not sponsored, or maybe he's got a couple of little sponsors, shop sponsor maybe, but he's not a pro. So it's good to see him up in there. But I mean, Danny always switches it on and smashes it. He's got the backflips and things like that. But Alex can do all the technical stuff as well. Um, but Clay was a beast yesterday. Clay was a beast. He did that's, a big transfer, did a stealthish backflip over the box. Yeah, right. Um, but, you know, those guys, Joe Hinson is the dark horse. He's got flip yeah. into tricks, flip out of tricks. Like, 
you know, and big handrails as well. He's not yeah. mucking about, is he? Yeah, and Jordan Sharkey is unbelievable. Like the stuff that he can yeah. do, and then Jordan Thackeray just hit every single <laughs> inch of the park, going as fast as hell, and Whoa. did a, like a forty-five second run where he didn't come off at all. I know. Um, and Alex did, and did weird. What is that thing he does where he like hangs up? I actually named it the other day. Right. It's like the Dead Man's Rock. Nice. Because you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. Like, you can't do that. No. But he does it like feeble into it. It's ridiculous. But yeah, hopefully you'll be able to see that. Chris Vile as well. Yeah. You know, absolute shredder. And then my man, Dan Wildman. Mate, like, if like, he turns like we it discussed, on, the most underrated skater, yeah. one of the most underrated skaters. He's yeah. amazing, absolutely amazing. Skating for Santa Cruz, like such a good dude, like really nice guy, and and, and one of the best skateboarders. He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, any of those guys could smash it, but I think top three will be between Danny Clay. I don't know, maybe Adam Keats, Alex, Alex Halford as well. I don't, oh man, it could just switch around. I mean, sometimes like with the vert, the positions stay the same. Like right. the dudes all like the qualifying will be very similar to the final and, and, right. and who finishes where. Sometimes, sometimes it changes up. But with this like group of dudes, like it could be any any different, any different. That could be in completely different order. Shuffle the cards, pull one out. Yeah, they could win it. So. Right. Well, let's uh, let's wait and see. We're just. Uh, Has your voice holding out all right? Ready for this afternoon? Yeah. 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 Good. I'm just speaking Good. differently. I did about six hours straight on day one. I think it four hours yesterday. So. Then your honey. Yep, honey, propolis, uh, lemon, um, and silence. So I'm really glad that I've done this really long interview with you. So if I can't count halfway through, I'll send you an invoice. <laughs> you, you can send it all you like. <laughs> that's, that's all that will happen with it. I'll receive it. Maybe it 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 you owe me 16 hugs. Oh yeah, I can, I can, I can deliver on that. Yeah, we had a really nice hug earlier. Yeah, was, I, well, I'm not going to go into detail. No, not, well, I need to get changed. Yeah, I'm honoured. <laughs> I'm flattered. Right, Mark Churchill, thank you very much. Not my pleasure was all mine. Uh, Nick Powley, I'm the owner of Skate Pharmacy, uh, and and the owner of a mighty fine beard as well. It's looking good. Yeah, it's alright. It's getting a bit greasy. People keep stroking it and grabbing it. It's like hard being at a festival where you need to maintain and condition your beard. But, yeah, I'm making do. You're, you're tolerating it. Good. So, um, so you're here with the skate pharmacy stool in the stool yard, and a lot of your team guys are, are entering the comp, yeah? Yeah, like Chris is in the street con, Chris Vile, and then uh, we got Oakley Liddell, and we kind of kidnapped Jimmy Wilkins and told him he's riding for the shop as well. I noticed he was riding a, a skate pharmacy t-shirt yesterday. Oh, yeah, he was just kicking around. Like, he come to the stand with Sam Beckett, and we're like, why do you want a shirt? You need a souvenir. And we give it to him, and then he just, just skated in it. So, And now we can. Now we basically told him that he has to ride for the shop. He hasn't got any choice. <laughs> this is how we get our team riders. You kind of get them when they're drunk or something, and then... They're kind of committed then, and they can't back out of it. Like, yeah. Essentially, you kidnap them. Yeah, it's like a sort of mixture of coercion and threats, like violent <laughs> threats of violence. <laughs> cool. Okay. So, um, what do you make of NAS having a vert ramp this year? Then, like, I mean, I know they did last year, but they seem to be doing a little bit more on it than they did last year. Yeah, it's weird for me. Like, obviously, I've judged and run a comp for like. 10 years or something this is the first year I haven't got anything to do with it because we're doing a stand so I haven't seen any of the street skating other than like edits and 
I watched the, because the Vert's been on in the evening, so I've been watching the Vert's game. Obviously, it's good, like, I like watching Vert's game. Clay Craner and, like, Jimmy are amazing. Like, obviously, seeing Becky and the guys skate is good as well. So, kind of guided I didn't see Matt Hoffman ride today. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, it would have been worth it. And so, yeah, is this your first year running a stall? Did you, did you have pharmacy last year? Uh, yeah, we we've been oh, going did, like just yeah. two years, but I didn't. I was working for these guys last year, so we, I couldn't do both. Um, but yeah, I, I've had a stall like here about 15 years ago. It's, right. it's kind of all right. <laughs> it's, like hard, it's hard work standing up for like 10 hours a day, but other than that, it's all right. Cool, cool. And have you? I mean, have you shifted much stuff? Do, do you find that there is enough uh, people that are interested in in your product to to make it worthwhile? Yeah, it's kind of weird, like, half the people here have got no interest in probably skateboard or BMX, they just want to listen to, like, drum and bass or whatever, but yeah, it's cool, like, we've had loads of people come on a stand there, like, oh yeah, I'll buy stuff from you, like, oh yeah, and then you're like, oh yeah, I remember talking to you on the phone or whatever, so it's kind of cool to meet people, and like, most of the people have been cool, yeah, so right, yeah, like, we sold loads of skate pharmacy teas and stuff, so. Nice. I'm not complaining. Nice, nice. So, will you be able to come and watch any of the finals today? Are you going to get any of your boys to cover for you? Or? Uh, no, Ben's filming, so it's kind of like oh, me or him right, have got to be okay. on the stand really most of the time. So, I'll just watch the highlights then. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird to be here and not watch the skating and not really be involved in it. But things change, don't they? It's like, you know, you've got a business, that's priority now. You can employ somebody for the weekend next year, maybe, and then get them to cover it and you go watch the skating. Yeah, like Ben Ben's a manager at a shop and he can do it, but he's also our filmer. So it's like me go and watch it, the final or him film it. So it's, it doesn't make any sense for me to do it. It's like, you know what I mean? And, and how are you finding it in the current economic state? I mean, we've just lost SS20, which was a bit of a... I, I personally didn't see it coming, but I'm not that involved in, in the financial politics of running a skate shop. But how are you feeling it? It's like, I think SS20 closings put the shits up a lot of people, definitely. Like, um, it seems like the, the snow industry is like probably worse than the skateboard industry. So I think, you know, the people that do snow stuff are probably suffering more than the skate brands. But I mean, for me, everyone keeps saying, oh, it's tough times, bad times. But I don't know no different. I've only had a shop two years. So it's just like, you know, like maybe it'll get easier. I don't know. So yeah, I haven't really got anything to compare it to. People are just like, how is it? I'm like, yeah, it's hard work, like really hard work. You know, like they just got to work hard. I guess it's probably harder to make money now than it has been at certain times in the past. So if you've had it easy, maybe it seems really tough now, but like I said, I don't really know any difference. So I can't really comment on it. Okay, cool. So uh, we're we're Sunday. We're about an hour or so away from the finals. Are you when are you, you going to start packing up tonight or tomorrow or what? What do you do? What's your uh, schedule? I need to pack up tonight. I'll be back in the shop for ten in the morning. So like, yeah, we. I think we finish at seven today and then pack up and get out of here. It's like it's kind of weird. Like I would like to like. It was good. Like last couple of nights, I've seen everyone and hung out with all the usual suspects. But you kind of a bit detached from it being in the retail thing did you did you go to j5 last night yeah i saw stormzy in j5 you know i'm big on the grime scene so <laughs> yeah you can constantly catch me spitting some bars 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought no, I thought it was good. I thought it was a good show. Like yeah. J Five were obviously amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's always in like yeah, I'm 44, but I like all kinds of music. So like I don't want to be like one of them old guys who only listens to like stuff that was cool when he was 16. I like everything. I really like Stormzy and like so I was pretty stoked to see it. Cool. Right. Well, I've got some new T-shirts to decide which one I'm going to rock. Thanks for these. I'd go with like, the yellow one today. I am fully feeling the yellow one, although I might want to wait until I've had a shower and put it on so it's not put on dirty straight away. you got some amazing T-shirts for only a fiver. I'm stoked yeah, we, on these two we should for have, sure. We should have done a pre-advert. We should have done yeah, a pre-advert. Right. Come and see Skate Pharmacy. Anyway, you can go on the website. <laughs> Skatepharmacy.co.uk uh, and and be aware that they now sponsor the infamous Jimmy Wilkes. So, yeah. Jimmy Wilkins, yeah. yeah. Jimmy Wilkins. Killing it. <laughs> right. Mr. Nick Powley, thank you as always. Always a pleasure, mate. You're listening to The Skateboarding Show. We start every interview with simply asking, since when has Sean Goff been a smoker? That's the, next, that's the first question. Well, occasional. Occasional He's very social. Very, very social. <laughs> uh, don't tell his wife. Right, so could you introduce yourself, please? Yes, I'm Christopher Hudson. I'm a 41-year-old skateboarder of many years and co-owner of Moonshine Skateboards. Cool, okay. And, uh, yeah, I really like what you're doing with Moonshine. As I've said, I think I, think I like the way that it's growing organically and that you don't seem to be pushing it too hard, and I mean that in a positive way you know, as, a, as a compliment, as in you're not like trying to shove it down everyone's throat, you're just like getting involved in it, uh, and you seem to clearly have a lot of fans, because there's a lot of people yeah. dropping by. Thank you very much, yeah. Uh, um, I like to talk a lot of shit, and uh, <laughs> as you can tell by my voice today, yeah, it's, um, I say I've been skateboarding for 31 years, and uh, I love the family aspect, I like my team to be a family, we all hang out, we all party, we all drink too much. Uh, well, that's certainly I do, but um, I'm working on that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's nice, it's exciting. And we are, we're, basically we're about vert skating. We're right. targeting vert skaters. We want to bring right. vert back because that's what I've done for 31 years. And, um, you okay. know, transition so, skaters. I like street skating, but it's not for me. Sure. I am a vert skater. Sure. sure. Adam Moonshine or Adam Nana. Over in the States, we set the company up. Uh, it was all about, let's do a vert team. He's sponsored by son, Jesse Thomas. And after that, I got involved. And he, he wanted someone in the UK to uh, take it up. And that was a year and a half ago. And here we are at NAS Festival. I'm tired. I can't speak. <laughs> uh, and we, we are very busy. So, um, yes. Things are so looking good. If, if you're tired and you can't speak, then we're definitely at NAS. That's a definite definitely confirmation at NAS. that yes, we yes, are at yes, NAS. Yes. Yeah. Right. And, and you're positioned... Looking yes. out right over the vert ramp, which is amazing. You've got like prime position. It's amazing. Well, I've got to thank Jordy for that. Um, right. Basically, the man who stood over here, who stood over as we speak. Um, as we speak. Basically, last year was Tony Hawk and friends. This year, um, Jordy asked me and said, "Do you want to bring Moonshine crew over and do a vert demo? I will give you a shot near the vert ramp." Uh, Jordy's been amazing. NASA have been amazing, and cool. it's so nice to come. And to be able to see uh, vert skateboarding, BMXing outside once yes. again in the yeah, UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, you know, I grew up with vert ramps outdoors. I grew up one in my garden. And it, there's one, there's one at St. Neots. 
and it's Peking's Ramp, and this is the only festival it's at this year. Nice, nice. So, okay. This is we're going to represent. So um, yes. Uh, and you're right. You've got you've got like it's really amazing growing crew. I mean, you've got you, you've got people like Mr. Goff representing and like Absolutely. bringing in yes. bringing and in the, the history and Yoki Olsen. Who uh, yeah, weird for me because these are two of my heroes. Yeah, right. Up. Yeah. And yeah. Um, last year, I asked them if they wanted to skate for Moonshine. Nice. And they both said yes. Stoked. So we gave them pro models. Nice. Because, because they earned. Yeah, right, yeah, they put the time in, they put the Absolutely, I mean, in, Sean, yeah, for yeah. me, is, you know, he's done more for UK skateboarding, not just for UK skateboarding in general. Over the years, he's an amazing man, you know, a very ta- 51 years old, a very talented skateboarder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he still kills it, so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, totally. no-brainer for me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's simple, yeah. It's Sean yeah. f***ing golf, he's a legend. <laughs> Yoki missed his flight, by the way. Oh, shame. Yoki was supposed to be here. But yeah, he, um, he missed his flight. So I'm gritted. Because we'd have seen him going about 12 foot. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, you would have need, we would have needed air clearance for, oh, yeah, for Yoki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He killed it at Malmo last year, this year, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, also, so did your man Jesse. And that was really nice because, from what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, Last year he was in like the juniors division. He was. Uh, this year he was. He well he qualified in the pros, didn't he? he made came it through sick. with the big boys. Yeah. He did. Basically, well, what, what, what a story. The story of Jesse Thomas is um, I married his mum. Right. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, see this this woman in front of us turned my life around. Right. Um, got me skating again. Got me interested again. Jesse was this uh, three foot high, three foot wide little blonde thing ball. It was. <laughs> and over the last few years he's just grown he is Jesse Thomas is possibly one of the most beautiful human beings I have ever met right the kid is incredible yeah he's so very, talented yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just a beautiful human being and he's very good on the skateboard yes yes and he's clearly getting better and better as absolutely. well absolutely like just progressing at 16 years old he this beginning of this year he flew out San Diego by himself at 16 years old for wow. three months Wow. His accommodation was allegedly for three months. It turned into 10 days. Uh, as his parents, we panicked because he had nowhere to stay. Uh, but he did three months. He came back. He came back a man and a very talented skateboarder. So, um, with, with some amazing friends like Jimmy Wilkins, Clay Craner, Sam Beckett, you know. Well, that that is a that is a good crew of people to be to be progressing your skateboarding with. Absolutely. I mean, Beckett yeah. just blows me away every time I see him get on a board on represent the Norfolk in the house yeah. I remember Sam when he was 12 years old and the right, okay. first time I saw skate he was about 12 years old so um, yeah was it obvious then that he was going to be a ripper it was right, okay. uh, but then you know it sort of he made that transfer to America to, and, and then all of a sudden he was back yes yeah, Sam Packett's made it so yeah. a lot of respect for Sam do you think that's what Jesse's going to do, move out to the States or he, absolutely he wants right, to right. Uh, he's going back out in a month for three months Uh me and his mum are going to miss him, as we always do, aren't we, baby? Yeah. We are going to miss him, yes. Um, but, you know, he's, he's, he's just 17, so still, insurance purposes, uh, financial reasons, he's going to go out and do three, three months, skate at Tony Hawk's, skate at DC, skate at Bob Burnquist. He's going to probably live with Jimmy Wilkins or Clay Craner for the time. And then he's going to fly home and, and join us and uh, have Christmas. It's exciting. That, yeah. Yeah, what, yeah. What an amazing, ah. amazing experience for him to have. I mean, if but I had yeah. done that at 17, 
my yeah. whole life would be different. If I didn't have 17, I probably wouldn't still be stood here. I'd yeah, still be, right. be yeah. in America still. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? No, yeah, but, uh, no, yeah. Is, he we believe he has the talent. Um, a lot of other people believe he has the talent. So That's one of your shovel nose ones, isn't it? I want to go stand on that in a minute and see how that That's feels. That's the Sean Goff shape. That's yeah. the 875. Oh, Square right. tail round nose. Have you got have you got one in that shape but a nine? That's that one, isn't it? Right, okay. Yeah. Cool. This one here, yes. Yeah. Cool, yeah. As yeah. we have a pink, click, for, click, click. For, for radio, yeah, this radio. is working really this well. Is a this one here out. that we're looking this at. One, this one we're looking at is, is quite a thing of beauty. <laughs> and, and all your listeners will can see how beautiful it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. Put, we'll, put up, <laughs> we'll put up links through to the Moonshine website as well yeah, and all that. Amazing, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. of course, of course. Um, and I can't do an interview with, with you without mentioning Clay Craner. What oh, that the little hell bitch. is going on there? <laughs> Man, What wow. happened to him? Just like... Um, I've got to thank Woo! Adam in America for signing Clay originally. Uh, the story about Clay is uh, about two years ago, he snapped his leg on Megaram really bad. So he was, he was this kid who appeared, he was rad, snapped his leg. He was out of action for like a year and then he reappeared. Uh, and luckily, he didn't have a deck sponsor, so we hooked him up on Moonshine. I say he won uh, Vertisac this year, padless. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Kickflip 540s with no pads, man. Yeah, mental. And Absolutely mental. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just been amazing. It's, it's nice. To, I say Jesse was living with him. Uh, we were in Norway for a week doing some shows. Uh, Chamais, Skate Gala, represent you boys. Carl Benny, thank you very much for your hospitality in Norway. You guys are amazing. Um, so Clay flew back from there to England with us. So we've been on the road for two weeks. I think, I, I don't know, it seems like a year to me. I haven't slept. Um, <laughs> I've done about two and a half thousand miles in two weeks. And we've just been skateboarding with Clay and Jesse and Zach Cutts and the Moonshine Boys. So um, Killing it. And we need to fly him home on Monday, but we haven't booked his flight. <laughs> we sort of forgot. But uh, yeah, welcome to Moonshine. We're, we're uh, such a well-organized establishment. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. But Clay, no, wow, he is, he's one of my favorite skateboarders and not because he skates for Moonshine, just because purely. Oh, he's I, amazing. He flies so high and so much power yeah, in his skating. It's really but every, every time he skates, he skates with the same passion, the same, he, he's full, he's one speed. Yeah, he's um, full bore or yeah, nothing. Yeah, I yeah. say in Norway, uh, he was spinning Indy 900s, landing them, wiping out on the flat bottom, and then he went and had a game of skate with two nine-year-old kids for an hour on the flat bottom. <laughs> After trying Indy 900s for like Brilliant. a lot of slams and a lot of attempts. And we were talking, I was talking about this a couple of nights ago with some people about like just pure skate rats, like people who don't let the whole industry thing get to their head too much and they're just pure skate rats at the end of the day and that's I think, sounds yeah, a bit Clay, like Clay, Clay bit is like Jesse is you know there's yeah, so yeah. many and this is what Moonshine is trying to do it's um we are just trying to bring the whole family we're a skateboard team I don't care who wins I just I love my boys uh, they turn up they put on a good show they all smile we all have a laugh uh, cool. yeah they, they so represent what, what have you got in the pipeline for the future for uh, for Moonshine I don't know I haven't, got, I haven't got a clue what's gone on in the last year and a half because it's, <laughs> it's all we've been doing it's been a massive experiment whirlwind and um, right. we are getting a lot of attention all over the world certainly lots of Europe I've got to concentrate on Europe um, a lot of love there Germany, France 
Sony Sweden, Norway are loving the Moonshine brand. You know, uh, we're in 20 shops in the UK so far. So we're getting them. Distribution in America is happening. Cool. I don't so, so where can people check you out? What, what's, uh, where's your website? We are Moonshine Skateboards on Facebook. We are Moonshine Skateboards on Instagram. Or we are www.moonshineskateboardsuk at gmail.com. Is your, is your email address, yeah? Yeah, that's okay. the email address. That comes to me directly from the UK. Or Christopher Hudson on Facebook. Right. Uh, drop me a personal message. Google Moonshine Skateboards. Cool. Go on our website. It will have, uh, if you go in the big cartel shop, you'll have UK links to me right. personally. So you can find me for that or you can find me on any social media in the UK. So, um, cool. yeah, yeah. Cool. It's fun. Yeah, well, like I say, I'm genuinely impressed with what you're doing here. I really like much. it. I like the aesthetic as well. I like lots of black. Like it's cool to see crew yeah. sweats as well, not necessarily hoodies. Don't crew talk sweats. to me about clothing. It's been a nightmare finding it? oh, a good mate. quality garment right, okay. that isn't too expensive. Um, I don't want. I'm, I'm not going to make any money from skateboarding. Yeah, I love skateboarding, uh, but I want people to look good and I want people to represent my logo. So, um, yeah, uh, no, biggest big shout out to Chris Allison, who's a 23 year old guy from Liverpool. Who is our artist? Right. Okay. So Chris Alliston. He he's done. He didn't do the owl. That was right. one of the first graphics Moonshine did. But he does the orb, and he's doing all the decks from now on. Right. And okay. we got some crazy new graphics coming. So Chris Alliston, illustrator, go check him out. He does lots of album covers for uh, the Melvins, a right. band called the Melvins. Right. I believe they're kind of like a big thing. Right. Okay. He's uh, not my style of music, but I've seen his artwork, and he's like, yeah, talented guy. So um, yeah, yeah. Much respect to Chris Alliston. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, Chris, thank you very much. Pleasure no to problem, meet you. No problem, dude. Thanks Absolute pleasure. Today. Thank you very much for the interest, man. No worries. Appreciate no worries. it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. My name's Sean Goff. Um, yeah, an old, 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 old skateboarder who's been doing it a long time. And I'm here at Nats, 2016. Going to be doing some MCing. Yeah. yeah. You've been MCing the Ver and the street. Yeah, that's right. They got me in to do the street, which is kind of funny because I'm not that up on the street stuff. But I just want someone up there to give a bit of banter with Mark and just to break it up a bit. And a few of the guys I know, and I know a few of the tricks, so I just get in there and help Mark out, really. <laughs> yeah. You know a few of the tricks. You yeah, put, yeah, there you go. I know when they roll along and when they do wheelies and, you know, daffy ducks and, and handstands and stuff like that. I'm up with the, the current trends yeah, in skateboarding. Yeah, on point, as always, Sean. Yeah. I like it, I like it. Uh, repping the moonshine as well, I see. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, Chris sorted me out, you know. He wanted to know if I wanted to ride the boards. He gave me a board to try out. I liked it. And um, yeah, it's good. The, the vibe's really good with the Moonshine guys. I mean, they've been traveling all over the UK. Clay's over from America. They've got a good team over in the UK and it's kind of transition-based skaters they've been sponsoring because that's what they know and that's what they love. So they're passionate about that. So that's what they're promoting it for. And if it does good, fair enough. If it doesn't, well, there you go. They're a bit, but at least they've got the, the passion behind it to promote their brand and promote skateboarding and show what it's all about. And so for somebody with your length of experience, I'm, I'm quite interested in, in your opinion about the rise and fall of transition skateboarding. I mean, apologies if... Oh, I, can't, I can't remember if I asked you this last year, but I mean, definitely again this year, I'm getting even more of a sense that transition skateboarding is growing and growing sort of again, because I appreciate it probably ebbs and flows. Yeah, ebbs and flows, but really it's not so much... It's skateboarding, it's coming back to skateboarding, you know? I mean... You look at the pro riders out there, Danny Leong qualified first. You put him in a pool, he absolutely tears it. We've got Clay Kramer, like I say, one of the Moonshine guys. 
He absolutely rips on vert. He's in the finals as well. You've got to be an all-rounded skateboarder now. You can't come to NAS and inspect to win if you can just ride a hubber and a small flat bar. You've got to be able to bust out on the transition as well. You've got to be able to air the, the fun box. You know, the transitions have always been involved in skateboarding. And now they're realizing that skaters should be rounded. They should be all rounded. You don't need to specialize in one thing. You should just be a skateboarder. The sort of the, the all-terrain veterans, as it, or the all-terrain rippers, as we call it. Call yeah, them. I definitely wouldn't call them veterans when they're no, like 19 no, yeah, years yeah, of yeah, age. Yeah. But uh, well, they've grown up seeing all aspects of skating, you know? I mean, and they've seen the Pedro Barraces and all those guys ripping it up in bowls and they can still shred on the street as well. And because most kids start as a street background, if they get to a skate park, then they're going to ride transitions because that's not what they usually ride. And then they can ride everything. So it's coming back to in the 70s and 80s, you just were a skateboarder. If you were a pro, you rode street contests as well as vert contests, as well as bowl contests, as well as everything. Yeah, you've talked about it. And now it's, yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah now it's yeah. coming back to the same thing. You know, if you want to be a good pro rider, you've got to be able to ride everything because the judges are looking for you to use all parts of the course. Is this? Are you are you trying to say that Mr. Goff's batteries need replacing? No. We've just we've just it. been joined by Paul. Hi. Hi. Who just subtly, carefully handed Mr. Goff a, a set of batteries? It's for his uh, microphone. His microphone. And for his stopwatch. All right. Oh yes, he's no, got, no. yes he's the official time keeper. I bought my own stopwatch to the event. None of the other guys thought to do it because they all and use it, their phones. It's still going. Is that is that well, going since you last skated or something? No, that's or? so I know when to get back at the ramp um, right. park. So that's when they're starting the event. Right. So you know, I mean, when, when you're at my age, down. you're very professional, and you need numbers to tell you what you're going to do. You need to I run the be, stats. Yeah, I can't be bothered to keep looking at my phone and seeing the battery disappear to find out what time I'm needed. Yeah. And I've got the batteries here and they help me out and it's also very useful to be able to top up the old pacemaker and get the cart going again with some batteries because with all the excitement obviously it get, you know, runs down. It gets, gets a bit Yeah, yeah the heart gets yeah. a bit boop, 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 so you wear out the batteries a lot quicker. Have you have you done any skating this? Did you skate in the moonshine demo? No, oh, no, no, no I just emceed it, it yeah. Right. I mean, I've come along here. I mean, it's a long day when you're emceeing, you're sort right. of doing the street in the ver and you get absolutely exhausted and you're walking around or running, you know, running around from different spots. So my legs are absolutely shattered. It feels like I've done a two-hour session, but it's just walking around and talking absolute into the microphone yeah good that sounds about sounds about right paul i might come and see you in a bit for like your own specific interview we'll see we'll see how it goes <laughs> he's a busy man he's a very busy man yeah yeah he's flown over from here from ibiza where he's been doing oh, yeah. um yeah, boat parties yeah. but he's come over here to um run a really big ship right now yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. And are you enjoying your weekend in general are you feeling oh, it? Yeah, yeah it's been good i mean like i say it's been very exhausting I mean, I couldn't camp here. There's no way I could handle the noise all the time, especially when you're on the mic all the time and that's blaring out. So it's nice to get a bit of peace and quiet. But yeah, the vibe at NAS is really good. The crowd seems really appreciative. There's a lot of people here. You know, we just, it'd be nice to see it up another level, you know, but so it's good. Are you driving them back, backwards and forth to Oxford? Nah. Oh, right, no way, go. no, no. I've got a B&B about two miles out. Oh, so nice, nice, yeah, nice. I, I get the times so and I just get here each morning. So, I mean, I don't know if you want to say anything about it, but we can't, I'm not sure if we can conduct any sort of interview without mentioning or acknowledging a big part of your life, which this week we found out has had to close down, SS20 in Cowley Road. I mean, yeah. you were clearly, I understand you were one of the founders of that. You kind of helped start it up. I, you know, I certainly remember from my youth you, you being a big, massive part of that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's very sad. I mean, those guys were running for... 26 years, six and a half years, and one day exactly. 
And Mon's been battling it out for the past few years to try and keep the shop going. He sold his house to plow more money in. And the thing is, skateboarding's always got peaks and troughs, and, and it's just been sales have been going downhill right now. And you just couldn't take it anymore. You've got to draw the line somewhere on how much money you're going to lose. So it's a very sad day that Mon's had to stop it all. But I guess all good things come to an end. Yeah. And it did quarter of a century, and it's it's left its mark in history on skateboarding especially in the oxford area yeah yeah right. I, uk uk i mean yeah. crikey if you're anything if you're anything over 25 you should know what ss20 is no matter what part of the country you come from but yeah. i feel anyway yeah know. it's one of the well it was one of the longest running yeah. skater owned yeah. skate shops you know and they also all did a lot to promote the scene i'm from the early days mon did his jams you know, at, at the farm where he had a vert ramp, and that was when he was a teenager, and now he's in his 40s, you know, and I kind, I kind of feel a little sad because he's now got to find himself a real job, yeah. whereas he's yeah. always worked in the industry. Yeah, so, and worked for himself. Now he's yeah. got to work for someone, possibly work for someone possibly else. Possibly work yeah. for something else. I mean, I know he wants to try and start it all over again, you know, and do some sort of co-op, um, so you get people buying little shares in it. So it's kind of like a skater-owned, not just him and Dave run it, just him, Dave, and anyone else can have shares in the business. So, you know, right, it's like okay. a little co-op. Everyone gets involved in promoting back into the scene with Oxford. But we're going to see how that goes in a couple of years. And you'll need to check out the uh, SS20 Facebook page because I know Mon says he's going to be updating that with any information he gets when he can because he doesn't want to let a good thing die, you know. I mean, it'd be nice to have a little rest so he can get his head together a bit more, you know, and, and see what the damage has done on his bank balance and yeah, see if right. he can possibly come back and start it again maybe when skateboarding starts to make a bit of a boom again he can come back in and he's got the knowledge and he's still got all the respect and the support from the skateboard the contact, industry yeah, yeah so yeah, hopefully yeah. we'll see ss20 again you know rise like a phoenix from the ashes and how's everything going with todd twist yeah todd twist is still ticking along okay you know i mean i'm all right because i run a little small shop on ebay and it's just all my stocks at home and in my attic so it's, there's no real overheads for me so when it gets a little bit slow I can kind of tootle along and little things like this you know it's good to keep me going as well so as long as I can sell a few things and pay the mortgage and all that all good cool well I think we're getting close to you possibly being needed in there is your, is your stopwatch telling you yeah, that yeah, it's getting 20 there. minutes I reckon I've got about 20 minutes and then Mark will be on his own wondering where I am but yeah we got the pro street finals coming up shortly and I'm going to be helping out Mark with that one. We've got some absolute rippers in the pro street. No, so Your man Clay Craner is, I think, one to look out for. Craner, yeah, 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 Clay's been smashing it. I mean, a lot of people have been really surprised at Clay because no one had heard of him, really, yeah. until this year. And then he went out to Vertac and won that pad list. Yeah, right. Did yeah. airs higher than everybody else. Alley 5 over the channel at about 9 foot, all pad lists. And he's come here, and as soon as he drops in, you can tell he's got a force. You know, he's a force to be reckoned yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, and he sure. came out and skated the street course, and then everyone else was like, "Well, hang on." Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You just think him as a vert guy, but he still absolutely fair. smashes yeah. it yeah, on everything. Yeah, totally. And that brings me around to what we were saying earlier about you've got to be an all-round skater. Rippers, you know, yeah, yeah. and Clay's one of those guys, and it just goes to show because he's made the finals in both events. Cool. Well, Sean, as always, it's a pleasure to talk to you. It's a pleasure to get your, your opinion and your thoughts on things. It's uh, a worthwhile and valid opinion, if you ask me. So thank, thank you, you for much. sharing it with That's us. That's right, no problem. Thanks a lot. You're listening to The Skateboarding Show, you dumb spreeds.